Welcome to the Become a Media Maven podcast. I am your host, Christina Nicholson, former TV reporter and anchor turned CEO of Media Maven, a PR agency. And today, I'm going to share a hell of a story, and you are going to take away five steps to get on Fox Business. Don't want to be on Fox Business? You can use these five steps to get basically anywhere. And I want to start out by giving a shout out to Allison Carter at PR Daily because she is the one who originally shared this story on the PR Daily blog. And today I'm gonna break it down and share what worked and why it worked so you can implement it in your pitching strategy. I also wanna say thank you and a big hello to Amanda Joy Foley. She left me a lovely review on Apple Podcasts. She said, amazing PR resource, even for seasoned PR pros. As someone who has worked in PR for more than two decades and recently moved over to personal publicity from corporate consulting, I find Christina and this podcast to be a wealth of helpful PR knowledge and reminders. I use these tips myself and share them with clients that I guide in doing their own outreach. Plus, Christina feels like a fun girlfriend who tells it like it is, which makes it that much more fun to listen. Keep it coming. Thank you so much, Amanda. That is nice to hear. And you know what's funny? I really just thought that this whole time I was chatting with solopreneurs and business owners, maybe some marketers, but I didn't realize how many people in PR actually listened until I did my second live launch of my bootcamp, Pitch Publicity Profit, and over half of the people who joined were in PR. And I love that because, I mean, I think I I listen to PR podcasts too. I'm like always consuming PR news. I love learning from my people. So it makes perfect sense. Thank you so much, Amanda. If you want to leave a positive rating or review, please do so. I will read it here on the show and I will be very grateful. And remember, every Thursday, if you sign up for my newsletter at MediaMavenNews.com, You will get even more strategies and more stories like this one in your inbox. So if you like text better than audio, you can get some new juicy information in there. Alrighty, Kevin Danino, he is the CEO of KCDPR, and he shared this story with Allison Carter at PR Daily. So thank you so much. Please share more. Like this is something that I wish most business owners would do. A lot of them hold back because they think, oh, if I give away too much, people won't want to do business with me because they already gave everything away. That's not true. It just makes you more likable. It makes people want to work with you more. Like, I feel like I give almost everything away and people I feel are not saying, oh, well, I'm not going to purchase her online course because she already gave everything away. I have had people reach out to me and be like, you know, I just consume your free content and I get media coverage all the time. And I'm like, that's great. Like, that's what I want. The purpose of the boot camp and the online course is so that I'm with you while you're executing. I'm like your sounding board. I'm your accountability. And I feel like it's like that with all service-based businesses. I mean... When it comes to eating healthy and working out, we know what we need to do, but that gym membership and that trainer and that app keeps us accountable and helps us do it. I'm doing Duolingo now, and I'm trying to learn Spanish. I've been trying for about 30 years, and um, it hasn't happened yet, but something that keeps me accountable and keeps me going back there every day like a psycho is their freaking leaderboard. If I'm not in the top three every day, I will do Duolingo for an hour 
until I get enough points to be in the leaderboard. And I blame Lisa Simone Richards. She is another publicist. She's been on this podcast before. She's the one who's turned me into a monster with this app. Okay, are you ready to get into it? Enough ranting and raving. So this is what Kevin DeNino of KCDPR shared with Allison Carter at PR Daily. Five things. Number one, you need to spot the trends. And specifically, this was his situation. AI is hot right now. We know this. People are talking about it. It's being covered in the news. And his client offers identity protection services And he had some data and reports about AI voice scams. If you haven't heard of this, I just heard of this recently before even reading this story. So this is when a clip of a person's voice can be cloned. And then the scammer will call somebody you know using your cloned voice, acting like you're in trouble. And of course, the only way to help you is to send you money. So somebody who worked at this PR agency that Kevin runs had a father who fell for this scam. So because of this, the agency had the full package for their pitch. They had the trending topic, they had data, and they had a a real person. And I say real person in quotes because we are all real people. (laughs) But having a real person makes the story so much better because that's where the emotional element comes into play. When I was a TV reporter, and I was doing a health story, like we would get so many doctors pitching themselves or the person who handled PR for the hospital pitching the doctor. And it's like, yeah, that's great to have the doctor, but it's even better to have the patient because the patient gives you that story. The doctor is just the expertise, but the patient gives you that story that will pull at your heartstrings and have that emotional element attached to it. So by somebody at this PR agency knowing somebody who fell for this scam, that makes the story so much so much better. It makes it more newsworthy. And AI is already trending. Like, this is a new thing. And they had brand new data and reports talking about these scams. Okay, so that's number one is to spot the trends. And then a little bonus, get a real person, a quote-unquote real person to assist in that storytelling. Number two, obviously, we're going to write the pitch. And I say it all the time. You need to give the reporter everything they need on a silver platter. You want to make it as easy as possible for them to do this story. And they don't have time to find all the players and resources to make the story happen. So you want to give it to them in a big red bow. And I will share the pitch. Kevin was very gracious, and he shared the pitch with PR Daily word for word. I am going to put it in the show notes. So just head to becomeamediamaven.com, and you can see the pitch word for word. I'm going to go through it a little bit, but I'm not going to read the whole thing word for word. When you give them everything on a silver platter, the way it increases the chances of your story being covered is insane. So for example, say they just pitched, you know, these AI scams are happening now. Here's the data. We have an expert to talk about it. They may say at Fox Business, oh, this is a great story, but now we have to find a victim to help tell the story. And that just either delays the story from happening or it never happens because they don't have a victim. Number three, Pick your reporter. So the the team at this agency, they knew they wanted a multimedia reporter at Fox Business because they want it to be shared across the entire Fox network of TV and radio stations. So this is called syndication when something is airing in one place at one time and then it gets picked up by all the other affiliates. So for example, when I worked at NBC in Miami, 
we had the feeds is what they were called. And they would put my story in the feeds. And if other NBC stations across the country or the network, the national NBC wanted to run the story, they had access to it. Plus, they didn't just want to be on TV. They wanted it to be online for more eyeballs and that backlink to their client, that business. And they found a reporter who already covered AI, so it was a perfect fit. Now, I think wanting something online so it gets that backlink, I feel like everything ends up online now. Like, if you're on my podcast, I link back to it. If you are on TV, usually there's an online version where you will get a backlink. Now, the backlinks are bonuses. They're not a must. A lot of people won't backlink to you if they don't have to. You just kind of cross your fingers and hope for it. But I think it's safe to say almost everything ends up online. If you're in a print magazine, there's going to be an online version of that story. And then I just want to add a little asterisk to this picky reporter. You need to follow up because as you will hear, this would not have happened if the publicist did not follow up. They actually got the go-ahead on the follow-up email. That is something that I will share with you in this episode as well. Number four, you want to get the client ready. This is what the PR agency did. If you are handling PR for yourself, you got to get ready. So this is what the PR team did. They worked with the CEO on talking points to keep the messaging as quick and clear as possible. On TV, a finished story is less than two minutes. And two minutes goes really fast, especially when it's live. When it's something that's recorded and it's an edited package, you have time to put that story together. So you can maybe do a five-minute interview, but it'll still get cut down. So they advised him on keeping the story evergreen and avoiding specific time references. Now, this is a great idea because it means the story could live on for as long as possible. Plus, it could be relevant anywhere in the country. So while this is trending now, you can speak about it in general terms. Like that's why the story is being covered now. But when you talk about it, talk about it in general terms. And the first soundbite that he says in the interview is this is one of the scariest things I've ever seen in my career. Like that's a fabulous soundbite that hooks people that makes them want to stay and learn more. It's a fantastic lead in. And that evergreen point kind of leads me into the fifth point, which is keep the momentum. So the PR team was very smart in using this opportunity to get more coverage. Once you're in one outlet, you have credibility, you have authority, and you can turn into the go-to person to speak to on that topic. Now, it doesn't have to be Fox Business, which is a huge outlet. It can be your local news. It can be a local newspaper. It can be on a podcast. Once you speak about something once, you can share that link or that coverage in future email pitches to let people know, hey, this person's already talking about this. They're clearly an expert on this topic. So that is what they did. And they turned that media hit into future media hits because they already had that credibility. Plus, because they kept this evergreen, they could turn it into ads. Now, I don't know if they did this. I'm just sharing my takeaways with you. When you keep it super evergreen, you can use it as ads for a longer time than if you didn't keep it evergreen. You can target your ideal customer in those ads. You can use it in your marketing materials. You can do so much with this coverage in this video clip. Put it on your website. Like There are so many things. I did an episode back in the day. It's episode 40 of Become a Media Maven. I talk about 35 things to do after you earn media exposure to turn the publicity into profit. Because leveraging this stuff is really where you turn publicity into profit. You don't want to get on Fox Business and say, oh, everybody saw it there. Now I'm good. 
No, you want to assume nobody saw it and take that clip and take that link and share it far and wide for as long as you can, as long as it's relevant. And again, that's why keeping the talking points evergreen will help it stay relevant longer. Okay, let's get into the pitch. I'm going to share the pitch and I'm going to share the follow-up again. I know it's easier to see this written down. You could copy and paste this and turn it into your own in your niche with your expertise. Just go to becomeamediamaven.com and find this podcast episode and you can get it there. The subject line, in all caps, it says NEW REPORT. And then it says 61% of scams were from Google Voice scams. So a couple of things about the subject line. One, we have new report. That is telling us something new. And that stat is kind of crazy. And it's a stat. We like numbers. We like to like prove to me this is newsworthy. Okay, I'm not going to read you the whole pitch, but I'm just going to go through a little bit of it. It starts with IDIQ, a leader in identity theft protection and credit monitoring, released the Trends in Identity Report today. This report explores key findings based on contacts from nearly 15,000 reports to the Identity Theft Resource Center. So we're showing why this is newsworthy right off the bat. And then he goes on to say a little bit about what's in the report. The report found 80% of identity compromises were due to a scam and then breaking it down to the Google Voice scam. And then he just shared some bullet points of other findings in the report. And then the five, the top five states for scams California, Texas, New York, Florida, Pennsylvania, links to the full report. At the very end, he says, I would like to flag someone who would be an excellent source. Scott Herman, CEO of IDIQ. He can speak to insights in the report, their team's efforts to combat scams, and what they are doing to make their customers safer. So a lot of people, a big mistake people make is they lead with the client or themselves. And they talk about why they're a great person to speak to about a certain topic. In this one, you can see they started with the topic. They needed to get them in with the actual news. And then when they decided to do that story, oh, who are you going to talk to? There's this guy. You can talk to this guy. And then the follow-up read, hello, Austin. I just wanted to circle back to see if there is any interest. With AI-generated voice scams all over the news, this report has some intriguing insights, and Scott Herman, an expert in the industry of identity theft, can offer advice on how to avoid these troubling scams. I hope to hear from you. And that is it. Like, that was the follow-up. One thing he did not include, which I thought was interesting that he didn't include and I would have included it, is the fact that we have a team member here whose dad was a victim of this scam. So you're giving them... Not only the expert, but the victim. I feel like maybe if that would have happened the first time, there wouldn't have been a need for a follow-up. I'm not sure. But I would have included the fact that they had a victim in there. I mean, that's just an extra two sentences to put in there. So I just want to, again, say thank you to Kevin Danino from KCDPR for sharing this with Allison Carter at PR Daily so we can chat about it and we can all learn from it. Again, to get that full pitch and follow-up word for word, just check out the show notes for this episode at becomeamediamaven.com and you can see it all there. I want to quickly go through those five steps. Number one, you want to spot the trends. Two, write the pitch. Three, pick your reporter. Make sure you follow up to that same reporter. Four, get ready. Make sure you have those bullet points ready so you can speak quickly and efficiently. And then five, keep the momentum. 
Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. And I will see you again here next week on Becoming Media Maven.